Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm glad you're with us once again this week. This is Michael McGuire. I'm your host today. And my companies that I represent are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions. The Bull and Bear Show talks each week on a new topic that's going to help you reach your retirement goals. And this week's no different. We're going to go over some of the things that investors fear about retirement. And hopefully we're going to help you put those fears to bed. But before I get too much into the show, each and every week I have Tony Shore on with me. And Tony, it's uh, no exception this week either. I want to know how your week's been. (laughs) <laughs> Each and every week I have Tony Shore on with me and it just I was worried what what was coming next. <laughs> and each and every week I wonder why is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh, we we were talking before the show, Michael. I'm doing well and I, I was telling you I just want to be more like Mike. Oh. I want to be more like Michael McGuire. And I think that's a lot of our a lot of our listeners' goals too. We all know the 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 charmed life you live please let's all aim higher please <laughs> what a boring life everybody would have no you're <laughs> definitely not a boring person michael but uh plus you got a lot of knowledge a lot of wisdom up there and a lot of years of experience helping folks so that's always good but yeah i i've been good i will say this michael it has been crazy busy i think because uh you know thanksgiving hits and then People go back to work and realize, oh, wait, this is holiday season. I, I see what it's doing to me. Uh, and so there's so much trying to cram in because a lot of people just take that week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. It, it kind of comes to a standstill. So we're all scrambling to get everything done. And I've got a lot of projects uh, I'm working on to get done. So, you know, uh, just working toward that goal, keeping busy. And, uh, you know, looking forward to this year, 2020, finally putting it behind us, right? Tony, my wife, just to give you a little idea of how fast she wants 2020 to leave, my Christmas tree was fully up and decorated before Thanksgiving. This is not good. That's hilarious. <laughs> and you know what, though, Michael? I'm glad you brought that. It is something I've noticed. All the Christmas lights, I mean, pe- Houses that have never, families on my cul-de-sac in our neighborhood who have never put up a single light ever uh, have put up lights this year. And everybody, uh, most of them were up before, well before Thanksgiving, Christmas lights, Christmas trees. And so the weekend after Thanksgiving, that weekend, I was like, we got to get our lights. We got to get our tree. But I'm like, we were scrambling. Uh, It is, I think it's because people are just over this year and anxious to find something to brighten up our lives and to celebrate and just to get, you know, keep this thing moving. It seems like, and I've said this before, but 2020 is the longest 18 years I've ever spent. <laughs> no kidding. Right? Yeah, hey, just like your neighborhood, we are lit up here. And I'm, I've all, I love Christmas lights. It's the kid in me. And, oh, I uh, do too. Our, we're, we're lit up, and then my neighbor across the street lit up, and then yeah. my neighbor it to the right. It becomes a competition. It, yes, <laughs> and it's awesome. We have a really good friend that moved into the neighborhood that we, we uh, well, he's a chiropractor that, that my wife started going to, and we've, we've just become great friends, and he actually moved across the street. And so we definitely have a light competition going on, Well, but it's awesome. Yeah, and we we didn't intentionally do that, like because my neighbors on either side, like I said, they put their lights up before Thanksgiving, and I hadn't had time. <laughs> so then uh, Thanksgiving weekend, you know, that Saturday and Sunday, we're scrambling, and I'm putting up lights. And my wife and I had already decided, and nothing to do with our neighbors or what they put up, 
We're like, we're going to go for it this year. We went to the store. We have lights from years past and we have Christmas decorations for the yard. But we're like, nope, we're going to we're going to do go a little further this year. It, you know, just we feel like it. We feel in the spirit. So we put up quite a bit more than we usually do, which is more than either neighbor on either side of me. So what happened uh, that during that week after I put mine up, the neighbors on either side of me, uh, they put more up that week after <laughs> I put mine up. Uh, they must have went, they went out and got inflatables. And <laughs> so I'm like, they're like, it. he's not going to outdo us. So uh, it's funny. And I mean, I'm good friends with my neighbors. We laugh about it, but um it is funny. You get into those competitions and uh, it's hilarious. And I'm I not great it. at putting up. I mean, my lights aren't the neatest in the world. And, you know, I don't have <laughs> the okay. best display, but but I've got I, I think they look cool. And we even have one of those projector things that project, projects a snowman onto oh, our house. Yes. Waves yes. and says Merry Christmas. And we have, of course, regular lights up and then a, a tinsel snowman on the lawn. So We've got some stuff, and uh, we we like we like celebrating the holidays and the lights, and it'll cheer you up. And no matter what your what your religious beliefs or or whatever, it's just it's uh, get into the holiday spirit, and uh, whatever holiday you 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 uh, you know celebrate. But I think we can all celebrate the end of the year, right? Oh. Yeah, amen. Yes, yes. I'm ready for that to you. Well, hey, you know, today's show, Tony, I, you know, a lot of times in the uh, movies or television commercials that you see this just perfect couple with this perfect retirement and they're on the beach and in reality is a little bit more anxiety as you approach uh, getting close to pulling the trigger and actually retiring. Um, so today's show is going to kind of help people. We're going to talk about those things that we, we are afraid of and we have anxiety about, and I hope to kind of help people, uh, see their way through, uh, all that worry. And, you know, if, if, uh, I think if you get yourself ready for retirement, one of the things, uh, that we need to do a lot of, uh, work on is what our game plan is. You know, we, we need to, to kind of put things in on paper so that when we're five years out, let's say you're 10 years out, you know, things change in 10 years, but at least start that game plan with your advisor. But when you're approaching two to a one year away from pulling the trigger, um, I want my clients to really understand where their money's going to come from and, and to be comfortable with the fact that they can retire. I read this article and it, it, Tony, it was from a U.S. News and World Report, and it was basically common retirement financial fears and how to overcome them. So I, I want to talk about that in today's show. And I think you're painting an interesting picture here for us. After all, I mean, you can hardly pick up a magazine, watch a primetime TV show without seeing an ad depicting a, a retired couple enjoying their time together on a sailboat or walking on the beach or a tandem bicycle, all those ads. And they clearly tell us they're living the good life in retirement, right? Yeah. But, it I, is. but I mean, they never tell you how much hard work goes into it, correct? No, they don't. You know, and I think you hit on something that's really important. Getting yourself in your retirement in order, it takes a lot of work, Tony. And it's something that I hope uh, that people will come to me before uh, they're ready to pull the trigger so that we can actually um, get their house in order. Now, of course, we see many, many clients that are actually in retirement and help them reposition assets and help them create. If they don't have a game plan or their game plan needs tweaking, that's what we do best. And uh, I think the first common financial retirement fear that I see people have, and Tony, it's, it's running out of money. People are really worried about that. And hey, that's something to worry about. You know, I think it's obvious on the surface that, you know, that, that should be a fear. But really, it, it gets deeper than that. People want to know how much money do I need to retire and where can I place that money where I can sleep at night and not worry about spending it all down. You know, one good way to, to address this fear 
is to actually reach out to somebody like myself. We've been helping people navigate these waters for over three decades. I personally um, have been through many, many, many economic ups and downs, many things within a client's own personal um, world with their own personal finance and, and, and family issues that I can pretty much, um, I've been there and done that. I can really shed some light for people on things that they may not even think about, some roadblocks or obstacles that could come into their retirement. And that's why it's important to be, um, uh, just lock yourself arm in arm with somebody that you can really understand that knows you, that likes you and you like them and that, that you can trust. So I think a good way that, that, that starts is with a phone call, you know, pick up the phone during today's show or after today's show and schedule a one-on-one -on -one appointment with me with no obligation. Um, we can do it over the phone if you're more comfortable doing that. Um, but I think that the very first step is to put down on paper where you are today, when you want to retire, if it's fast approaching or if you're already there in, in what your income needs are. And when I find Tony, it's fascinating to me. A lot of people have financial advisors that are really good in the accumulation phase. That's the phase where you, you need to grow your money, uh, to get ready for that final destination, which is retirement. But what, what happens is investors are so used to buying mutual funds and stocks and, and living in that world, that real fear, because they've experienced major market drops, like the first of this year, or like what happened in 2008, or, you know, there's just so many, you know, the name of our show, the bull and bear market. There's so many bear markets and bear markets are real and they will reoccur and they will happen during your retirement. And if you have all your money with an accumulation broker, a financial advisor that really only gets um, the idea that you need risk to make a higher return. The problem with that is when you enter retirement, it's the distribution phase. That's when you're going to start spending that hard-earned money because you no longer have a paycheck. So you need to get with an advisor that understands both sides of that table. We do that. At McGuire Capital, we're a registered investment advisory firm. Our advisors are fiduciaries, and we specialize in accumulating. We, we understand the markets. We deal with uh, never charge commissions. We are only a fee-based firm. But then on the other side of the table, in retirement, I wear another hat. I have a company called McGuire Retirement Solutions. And in this company, we deal with contractual obligations between the client in major insurance companies that will allow them to have peace of mind to receive a paycheck every month that can be guaranteed for the rest of their lives. We can place money in these type of investments that have no ongoing annual fees many, many times um, that only uh, let you participate in the market when it goes up, but never participate when the market goes down. So, I, what I find is, Tony, a lot of people enter retirement with the same portfolio they had during their working years, and that can give you tons of anxiety. Plus, it also could cost you a lot of money because what happens when you are in the distribution phase is what we call it, but when you're receiving money from your own savings, when you're, 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 you've set up and you're pulling money out of your retirement, what happens, it becomes critical, something called the sequence of returns. You see, when you oh, put Oh, wait a minute. What's that? Well, it, it, it's something that uh, in my book, I, I go in great detail, but it's most people don't even know what that means. But sequence of the returns is actually when that mutual fund that you, you've bought in the 401k, when it, when it receives those returns, both positive and negative. If you're very fortunate and when you retire, there's a bull market going on. And let's say that you put your money into a really great mutual fund. It has an average return of, let's say, 12% on average for the last 15 years. Wonderful. 
return. You look at it, Morningstar rates it as very high, and you think to yourself, or maybe your advisor who really doesn't understand uh, the sequence of returns, tells you, hey, you want to you live off of 4%, uh, no problem. This mutual fund I have you in is earning 12. You can take 4% out, and you're going to grow. Well, you know, Tony, here's the thing, and, it, and it, it's better illustrated in person on paper, but I'm going to try to get it, um, I'm going to try to talk you through it on the radio. But think about okay. this. If you enter retirement and you're in a, let's just pick on a mutual fund, uh-huh. and the first year it goes up 20%, no big deal. You pull 4% off, you have gained. The next year it's up 10%. Again, you're you have no problem. Then that third year, it ends up going down 12%. Well, that hurts a little bit, but you've had those first two years that you actually gain money, and you're still every year pulling out 4%. If you're the fortunate ones, and that's total luck, that you happen to retire when there happens to be a bull market, and that bull market is sustainable for several years, then you won't have a problem with that methodology that, that you were told to do. But here's where you have a problem. You retired in 2019 at the end of the year. You have your money positioned in that same exact mutual fund. But, you know, remember, it's an average of 12% that that fund had made. That means some years it could lose 15, 20, 25%. Then the next year have a great up 40%, and it's going to average really well. But the very first year you retire is 2020 and you get that first check out of that, and the market takes a nosedive. The market's down 30%. You're still going to need your 4% to live on. And the problem is, if you gave an investor for you or gave a a, a brokerage firm or an investment advisory firm, you gave them $100,000, and you lost 30%, your account's worth, what, $70,000, right? Yeah. If the market goes back up 30%, are you back to even? Nope. No. Because the account value is 70 and, and you make you, you, the market bounces back up 30%. Well, that's 21,000 and you're still not back to 100,000. Right. And that's what the sequence of returns important because what happens if you're unfortunate and you have your money all at risk in the stock market and you happen to retire and you get not only one down year, but maybe you got two or three that's happened in a row or that didn't quite make the 4%. You had one that you only made 1% and then you were down 6%, you're down eight. And then the next year it's up. But the problem is those down years, it's what I call a death spiral. And what I see happen and I can show it to you real numbers. uh, You can look and see your danger. Your fear is real. At that point, you could run out of money in less than 10 years. And so I don't like, putting your money gambling in retirement. It's not the thing to do. Uh, do you still need growth? <laughs> no, Absolutely. no it's, there's something you might yeah. as well just go to Vegas with your nest egg. If you want to do that, I guess. But so many people do. And that's what, that's what saddens yeah. me. When I look at portfolios, so many people have no idea their true risk that they own in their portfolio. Sure. They feel it when, when we go through a, um, an event, a major bear market, they, they definitely feel it, but they feel it during their working years. And they've been told, leave it alone. It's a paper loss. Don't worry about it. It'll come back. And guess what? That That is true. If you're not going to touch that money. Yeah. But if you have 30 time, years, that's fine. Yeah. You know, right? you got seven years, 10 years, 30 yeah, years. If you're, if you're, you're 40 years old or 45 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably good advice. Yep. And the advice that I give people that are in their 20s and 30s and 40s and early 50s is when it drops, buy more. That's good sound advice. You're buying it low. Uh, That's the whole point. Buy low, sell high, right? But guess what? If you're in retirement, you don't have the opportunity to buy more. No. You're actually spending If you're five years out or less or in retirement, that's that's the window where you got to be really start to be more careful. Right. Exactly. And that's the win. That's the window that I help advise clients to start shifting their money out of risk and putting the risk on the shoulders of an insurance company. I mean, don't we all insure our home? And here in Oklahoma, uh, that tornado may come or may not come. But but yeah, it's pretty important to have insurance for a fire or for 
a tornado or whatever could happen to your lifelong uh, investment in your home, why in the world uh, don't people all insure their retirement? And folks, the good news is that you can own a product that has guarantees, that guarantees you a check for the rest of your life, no matter what, that guarantees that your principal cannot go down, only go up or stay the same. Why wouldn't we explore that? It's available, and I'm going to tell you, thousands of, of retirees are putting money there. <clears throat> you oh, may yeah. be hearing so, me. And, it, like fixed annuities and things like that are very, these retirement vehicles are very popular with uh, baby boomers out there. Uh, and, you know, there, there's no, but it depends on your situation. Uh, but that fear you talked about of re- running out of income in retirement, uh, you know, you don't want your bank account to hit zero before your blood pressure does. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's right. I right. Like that, yes. Yeah. And so, and so that's what you're talking about is the fear of that and the fear of the risk. Uh, you've got to manage that risk. And so at some point, uh, you need to turn those lump sums and your retirement funds into income. You got to switch from the accumulation phase to the distribution phase. And how are you going to make it last without a steady paycheck coming in from an employer? So that's where you come in and that's what you're talking about, right? That's it. And uh, I think it's so important to get with an advisor that, that will shoot straight with you, that will that not hide <clears throat> what he's he or she is proposing to you. You know, I get a kick out of some of these radio shows that I listen to and television programs that that never disclose what they're talking about. Well, to me, that's deception. That's not what I'm about. Um, one thing about me, you're either going to like me <clears throat> or not. I think you'll like me. I'm a pretty likable guy, but I'm going to shoot straight with you. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but part part of what we're talking about today is is really having an advisor that's going to lay everything out in front of you so that you can make the best informed decision for you and your family. And yeah. look I'm at, you're you, going to look at all the options. That's exactly right. And, and that's the advantage of what we do at both my firms um, is we absolutely do that. You know, Tony, there's, there's software programs that are out there before the show, man, you were talking about that. Um, good software programs are available that can help build these strategies. I think, uh, a strong software program can help make your calculations and show you exactly what you're going to need at retirement. You know, one yeah, of the and, the, and you questions. use, uh, yeah, and people shouldn't be doing this on their own. You need that personal one-on-one contact because really you need somebody that's going to be able to look at your situation and a computer can't do that. But what you're talking about is the software that you use to really run algorithms that are going to look at where a person's at and analyze their risk, right? You have some software that's proprietary, like uh, the Compass Report and Social Security Maximization Report. That's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. And and that kind of technology on your side with an advisor that that you trust can really give you a leg up. Um, I, I think it's it's critical that you have an understanding of how much money you need to retire with. And, you know, because, you know, to, to get to a destination, you need to know where it is. And so we help clients do that. I look and see what your lifestyle is now. Uh, and we help you calculate how much you need to be saving. I get this question all the time. Should I put 10% away in my 401k, 6%? Um, should I do 17%? How much should I be putting away? Well, you don't know that until somebody works with you that has the experience and gives you that number. And uh, love to do that. That is one of the things, yeah. Tony, that I think helps people to to have less anxiety. Right. And that's what you're trying to do is give folks peace of mind. That really helps. You want to relieve the stress. Knowing that you have a plan in place is huge. And you want a strategy that's going to fully utilize an experienced financial professional like yourself, along with uh, a robust software program, the ones that you use for your clients. And that seems like a good start uh, to me on this process to uh, alleviate some of these fears. Now, I know uh, something that goes, I was thinking about something that will go hand in hand with saving enough money for retirement and might be a retirement fear is making sure your money can withstand inflation, right? 
Absolutely right, Tony. You know, obviously prices are going to tick up whether you're retired or not. It seems like you can't hold down inflation. Inflation is always going to be a problem for retirees. And um, whatever you save, you got to realize the purchasing power of that dollar will get diminished over time. And so therefore, you need to have a game plan that not only guarantees that mailbox money, that replaces that paycheck money you're getting, but you also need money working for you to keep ahead of increased prices. Whether it's it, it right now at the gas pump, it's super cheap, right? But that could change tomorrow. That could change yeah. in the years to come. Um, medical uh, uh, prescription drugs, very high. So, some of the most critical things that a person needs that are struggling with some major events in their life, it, it, it could break you the, the, without proper insurance. And what we're seeing is it's so important to, to understand that just because you retired comfortable today, we want to make sure you're going to be comfortable 10 more years into retirement, 15 more years into retirement, so that you're not going to have to figure out how in the world am I going to reenter the workforce when I'm 74? You know, uh, you don't want to, unless you choose yeah. to do that, you, you really want a game plan that has growth involved as well as that guaranteed distribution coming your way. Yeah. I, I mean, that is, that's obviously huge. And it definitely sounds like something you need to consider on that journey to retirement. So what do you have next for us? What's another uh, retirement fear that you see people have out there? Well, I touched on a little bit. I think the next biggest concern the article tackled, which is a good one, it's the high healthcare cost. You know, I think a lot of people listening to me right now are shaking their head yes because it's gotten out of hand. It's very expensive. If you if you have any little event, um, you know, I've got um, a brand-new teenager and then one that's 10, <laughs> and, and they're into athletics, and uh, one of them broke their arm. And guess oh, what? No. It, it, it's shocking a trip to the emergency room and, and to get that handled, that cost. So – you know, in retirement, life's going to go on. One of the things are we're older in retirement. As we get older, we have more health issues. So I think um, there's no reason to believe that it, it won't just keep moving higher, Tony, during our retirement. So that leaves a lot of retirees uh, having to figure out how are we sweat those details? How are we going to pay for, for health care? And uh, to that end, one good option that many are, are doing, they're opening these health savings accounts. So we can help you do that. An HSA, again, that's a health savings account. It, it's a type of account that will help you cover your medical cost. It can also provide general tax savings for, for you. So you should realize that, that that's something you can empower yourself with the right advisor to create a health savings account. But I want you to remember at 65, when you enroll in Medicare, you can no longer uh, add funds to that HSA account. Yeah, that's true. Uh, once you get into Medicare, uh, you can't keep funding your HSA. Then that goes away. Well, this has been a great show so far, uh, but our time is almost up for this uh, segment. We should take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break? Just a phone call would will start the ball rolling for you. Give me a call at 405-760-5863. For over 30 years, we've been helping clients navigate through all of this crazy markets that we're experiencing now. Uh, we help people get focused, and we would love to help you. And once again, that's 405-760-5863. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, we'll be right back with more conversation about overcoming those worries and fears about retirement and retirement finances right here on the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your retirement toolkit for McGuire Capital by visiting mcguirecap.com or calling us at 405-760-5863. 405-760-5863. 
405-760-5863. And welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, and the man with the plan is here. Everybody wants to be more like Mike, uh, Michael McGuire. And we've had a good one today, Michael. We've talked about some of the common fears that people nearing retirement have about their finances and how those fears can be addressed. And uh, you were talking about uh, folks having trepidation uh, about certain elements of retirement. That's perfectly normal. Retirement is a huge life change. And when you combine that with no more steady paychecks, uh, that's a lot to you know process. So thankfully, most fears and questions can be adequately addressed. Uh, you really need to be working with a financial professional like yourself uh, to work on that retirement plan. Have a strategy for retirement for your finances, right? No, that's right, Tony. I, really, a a truly solid and comprehensive financial strategy is going to alleviate all of those fears that you have. You're going to go to bed tonight knowing, hey, I met with Michael McGuire. Um, he met with me and my wife or my wife and my husband, and he has laid out for us a true roadmap to where we need to be. And once you have that roadmap in place, uh, we call it, you know, your retirement strategy, and we we help you put it pen to paper. And uh, so part of that, will help you to just quit that worry. You, you've started it with your plan. You know um, what it's going to take. You kind of have an idea when you would like to retire. You kind of understand how much money you have right now. And I've went down through everything that you've invested in. I've looked at all your portfolios and you understand how much money you have in technology, how much money you have um, in all the various industries and sectors of the economy. And you've watched me make recommendations that get you diversified where you're not overly weighted. And you've also started to implement putting some money away that cannot be lost. So by creating that plan earlier is better and having somebody that's going to help you every year kind of reevaluate what's changed in your life. You got new grandbabies or of you've changed jobs or God forbid you've had family members that's passed away, you know, what has changed in your life and how are we going to implement those changes into this plan that we've started for you? So that Tony, I think will go a long way for stopping that fear that we all, that we, it's natural to have that. So if you've got significant money right now tied up in the stock market, I think it's important to work with somebody such as myself. I think it's important for somebody to really teach you the sequence of returns, to have somebody truly go through what diversification really means. Being diversified is not having all your money in in the market. That is not going to cut it. You need money in bonds. You need money in guaranteed instruments. You need money in what we call cash. That's things that can can do within a year for emergencies. And you need money in the stock market and in all the various ways that you can buy into the market. But the key is that you you understand how much of your money should be in each one of those investment vehicles. And as you get older, what shifts do you need to make? And so that's what we do best. I think, Tony... um, uh, if you're dealing with a financial professional, somebody that's going to really understand you and your family, it's going to go a long way for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge. And and we talk about it on the show, uh, especially when it comes to finances and retirement. It's really a good idea to get help from a professional and craft a strategy and get a second opinion. Uh, if you're listening, pick up the phone. I'm Michael, I know you're more than happy to meet with our Listeners out there, there's no cost or obligation uh, to set up that meeting and to have that meeting and see where you're at and lean on somebody else's experience and perspectives. And uh, I think that certainly applies to people who have money in the stock market. Uh, what's next? I think the next thing is an interesting topic. It's uh, This article goes into concerns that people have when children move back in home. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, it's pretty interesting. But in today's uncertain times, 
that has been going on. And certainly most people, they love their kids, of course, and they have that natural instinct to help them out. But what you've got to realize is that comes with a cost. And if you are nearing retirement or you're in retirement, having children move back home is going to cost you. And I think uh, any other adult in a house home is going to raise expenses, what I mean by that. So uh, one of your children has moved back home for whatever reason. Uh, One wise move would be to have them agree to pay their own expenses if possible. You know, uh, they can help contribute to that household account, whether it's a food, you know, put a jar out and put money in for the food or or participate in the utility bills. Whatever that child can do will help you because, let's face it, at this point, you are in your retirement years and you're not working. You're living on what you've saved up. So furthermore, I think if a child is going to move back home because, let's say, maybe it's student loan debt they're worried about, well, we'll, let's sit down with that child and let's, let's tackle that problem. I think it's perfectly fair for you to ask them to come up with a firm plan of how they're going to pay back those student loans. And because ultimately I think Tony, your, your real goal is, Hey, let's, let's set a date that you're going to move out on your own. I mean, it, it, it's important for kids to fly on their own and, and I get it hard times you want to help, but also, um, it's important to let them be their own person. Well, there you go. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's funny you should mention this because my brother-in-law and his wife, um, they are em- they were empty nesters. Uh, the kids had gone to college, graduated college, both of their kids recently. Gra- well, one's a recent college graduate. The other has been out for a while out of college. And, uh, you know, they work for the government. Uh, so they were like, hey, you know, we have pension. We can re- actually retire a little early. Uh, so they were, it was definitely on their radar as far as, hey, we might be able to retire early. And then both of their adult children, both boys recently moved back home, you know, wow. due, to, due to various circumstances. So that's exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I think, you know, a child moving back home right before you retire, uh, that's a fear and a wrinkle that a lot of people don't expect, including my brother-in-law and his wife. But I think working with them on a plan to get them back on their feet and out of the house, that's a fair solution for everyone involved. And I mean, we all love our kids and want to help them, right? Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to, to help them empower themselves to get a date that they're going to get out and back out on their own and to, uh, but assist them while they need it. So it, that's, that's, that's great, Tony. Yeah. Um, here, here's another fear that this article addressed. And I think every one of us is going to, whether we have fear about it or just, you know, we, we worry that we're going to make the right decision. It's, it's concerning Social Security. And before I say another word, we have an excellent Social Security maximization report that will put this fear to bed. But Social Security, what we worry about is taking it at the wrong time. You know, I know that you've heard of this for Tony, when a client, uh, there's so many different ways and times that you can take social security. You can take it early. You can take it right yep. on. You can take it later. And I think when you begin collecting social security, you could start as early as 62. Uh, but your monthly check's going to be smaller than if you wait until your full retirement age. And right now, Tony, what we're seeing is full retirement ages are ranging between 66 and 67 years old. It depends on your birthday. And if you wait until you're 70, you're going to get the maximum you can out of Social Security. But that this report, this Social Security Maximization Report, it's a great name, uh, is going to allow you to take a look at your own situation. I'm going to look at you and do something that a computer won't do, which is to talk to you about your family and your family's longevity. Because... A big part of your genetics comes from your mom and dad, and we're going to look and see. Or maybe you've got a health issue that 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 quite, you know, possibly could shorten your life. That's going to help determine when you should take uh, distribution. Should it be early? Should it be right on time? Or should it be later? So those are all things that we're going to look at. You know, clients ask, should I work and collect Social Security? And uh, all those questions 
that keep people up at night, we can solve for you quite easily. So that's another biggie that uh, I wanted to address today. Yeah, that that is huge. I mean, obviously, Social Security is important. We've talked about it on the show before. And when to file is huge and everybody's, you know, timing is different. Everybody's different. You have different longevity issues in your family. Uh, You know, if you have a health problem, you have different amounts saved up. So you have to look, Okay, when's the best time for me personally to file? Well, they're not going to tell you that at the Social Security Administration. And I know you have that report that you can run for our listeners uh, at no cost if they want to set up a complimentary consultation with you. I, I think that's huge. And before we move on, let our listeners know how they can do that. You know, the easiest way to do it is to pick a phone and call me uh, at 405-760-5863. I'd also encourage you to go to our website, which is mcguirecap.com. And that is my name, McGuire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E, then C-A-P, that's short for capital, uh, C-A-P.com. At that website, you're going to get to see who we are. You're going to get to look at my team, all, all the financial professionals that are with my company. Uh, you're also going to get to see we're located in beautiful Bethany, Oklahoma. You're going to see our building that I own and uh, kind of learn about who we are. And, and as a family, I have, I have my oldest son that is at McGuire Capital with me. I love working with him daily. Jacob is uh, 28 years old and a fine young man that uh, uh, grew up in this, in this world. And someday, Tony, he will be my retirement, but that'll be many, many years. There you to go. Come. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. So it, that's, it's great. And we have many other advisors that are great group of men and women uh, that, that work with us and help help clients every day. So I would encourage you to go to that website or pick up the phone and give us a call. All right. And what's that number one more time? 405-760-5863. Feel free to call me uh, anytime. You can call me after five o'clock on that number. Um, and if I'm not available to pick up immediately, then we will call you right back the next business day. And uh, also that number works on weekends as well. So, All right. Well, this has been a great show so far today. You are listening to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Michael McGuire. And Michael, uh, we've been talking about these common economic fears that a lot of people grapple with shortly before they retire. Uh, what do you have next for us? Yes, Tony, you know, since I, we spent the first two segments of this show kind of going over those common pre-retirement fears, I thought we'd switch things up a little bit. Let, let's do this last segment and let's talk about um, something that I, hopefully it'll be a little bit more fun than talking about fear. And it's talking about what if you had a million dollars, if you retired with a million dollars, just how far will that go today? So I think that... Uh, the topic that I read that in was the, again, a U.S. News and World Report. And that was the question that was posed. And I think a lot of people would love to know that answer. If I had a million dollars, could I retire? And to me, a million dollars has always been kind of a, a magical number. You know, growing up in the 70s, um, wow, you want to be a millionaire. And guess what? When you have a million dollars, you are a millionaire. So something kind of magical about that number and uh, whether you're a titan of industries or you're a, a, a carpenter, you know uh, that a million bucks means something different for everyone. And, and part of that is where in the world you live, whether that million dollars, how far will it stretch for you? Right. And making that last as long as you do, then that's the key. That's what we're talking about. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've never really thought of it that way, but you're right. I mean, everybody talks about that $1 million number and it's like, it's a magic number, but if you stop just about anyone on the street and ask them if they could retire comfortably on a million bucks, most would say yes. Uh, but I'm also guessing it's a lot more complicated than that, isn't it? Yeah. It, it gets to be a little more complicated because the fact is a million dollars saved for retirement is a lot of money. For most folks that they would, they would definitely tell you that, Hey, I, I could definitely live on that. But 
you know, and what we do is we combine that, that million dollars with your social security benefits. So you've got money coming in other assets that you have, but the article addressed, uh, something I thought was interesting and it, and, and it said this financial company, it was smart assets. They, they examined the typical expenses of households, Tony, across the United States. And they determined that a million dollar nest egg should last on average between 23 and 24 years. So that's that figure that they used, uh, figured in the real return on interest of 7% is what they were calculating. And they took out inflation. Wow. Uh, and there you go. Mentioning inflation again, that's uh, the silent killer as well. So, uh, wow. It sounds like, um, you're painting quite a picture there. I mean, if you retire at 67, having money saved for 23 years is probably going to be enough. Does the power of saving a million dollars change depending on where you live? I would imagine it would. It sure does. You know, part of that study looked at what, what if you lived in New York city, uh, that million bucks is going to last you just over 10 years, Tony. So what a big difference it makes where you live. If you were to retire in McAllen, Texas, for example, that million dollars could stretch out for 32 years based on the average expenses that they put in across the United States. So does it make a difference where you live? Absolutely. New York City last 10 years uh, in Texas and in McAllen, Texas could last 30 years or more. So indeed, if you retire with a million in the bank, some of the things that you have to factor in is the cost of your housing, your health care, and what type of financial strategy you have in place. Let's face it, if you had a million dollars right now and you had it all in your checking account earning less than a half a percent, um, half percent on a million dollars earns about 5000 of interest a year. So it might be hard to live on that. So part of that, yeah. again, is, is dealing with a really competent, professional that's going to help you place that million dollars away uh, away from harm's way with most of it in the part that's growing into really solid things. Yeah, and that's what we want. Uh, but it sounds, the picture you painted there sounds like the choices between Broadway shows and horseback riding. <laughs> in New York like and that. <laughs> New York and Texas. You just say New York and Oklahoma, uh, right? Yeah, well, I kind of argue that there are airplanes in Texas, so uh, the, extra, <laughs> That's true. the extra money that you're going to save uh, living in the Lone Star State, you might be able to afford those Broadway tickets and catch a flight out of That's DFW. True. There you go. <laughs> and wow. land in LaGuardia. The and, best and, of uh, both worlds, the, then. Exactly. I think I would opt for that one. Having lived in New York City myself for a couple of years, um, right here in Oklahoma is not a very bad place at all to to do your retirement and, uh, we can travel, uh, I can go back East anytime I want and, uh, get to have some of that flavor. But you know, Tony, back in 1996, I lived at 71st Broadway in downtown New York city. And I had a 610 square foot apartment unfurnished 2,300 a month. And I'm, I'm telling you that in Oklahoma today buys you over a 4,000 square foot home and, uh, what a difference it, it, it makes in the cost of living and where you're living. Wow. Well, yeah, obviously it's, uh, it's huge. I mean, you could go live in, you know, San Diego or Hawaii or, uh, New York city, but it's going to cost you a lot more. You might not want to retire there. Uh, you know, and, uh, you have to take into consideration, uh, how much, uh, of a bite that's all going to take out of your wallet. I mean, you know, and, uh, housing is the big one, right? It is, you know, I don't think uh, that New York, we could come up with, you know, the big apple, it takes a big bite out of your retirement wallet, but they probably <laughs> won't promote that. Uh, although I do, they're have not going to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. No, I do, I do have a t-shirt for there that, you know, that says the big apple. Uh, anyway, not to knock, Hey, I don't want to tell anybody where they want to live and where they desire to live. You live wherever you want sure. to live, but, yeah. but all those things are part of our plan. We're, we're, we're going to come up with your budget, so to speak. Uh, and part of that budget is questions I want to ask you, you know, a lot of times, um, I have my clients, I see them do it. They downsize, you know, the kids are, are not back home. They're out of the house. 
and, and they don't need that big house anymore. And so uh, when they come to me and tell me, hey, Mike, we're going to put the house up for sale. We're actually going to move into a smaller place. Then that's great. That's newfound money. Um, I don't plan when we do your, your financial planning on what ifs. You know, when yeah. that happens, that changes my plan. And it, that's obviously a change for the better. Um, but, but we deal in reality and, and we deal with what we have to work with now. I never want you to feel, um, that you're not worthy. Uh, right. I, I don't want, you know, I won't mention the firm in my first of my career, I worked for a major wall street firm and they would not take a client. They would not allow us to open a client unless they had a quarter million dollars. And you know, that's over 20 some odd years ago that I worked for that firm. Think wow. about that. You live in Oklahoma. Um, yeah. Are people worth more than 250? Of course they are. But, but on average, you're a young person out. They, they basically said, we don't want your business. Well, that's not me. I don't want you to ever feel like, you know, um, I hear people advertise on these different stations and, and you got to have a half million to work with them. Well, not with oh. us, with us. Here's what I want you to have. I want you to, to, to have a need. And I want you to be somebody that me and you can have a positive professional relationship with where you get to know, like, and trust me. And so if you start out small, that's fine with me. I'm going to help you just like if you started out large. So, um, I, that, that right there is, is critical. We, they don't teach this stuff in school. So you get a relationship with me, you open an account up with me. I want to help your grandkids. I want them to get a head start. I want to help your kids. So I want to really be a part of your family. Uh, and, and you know, as well as your advisor should be, it shouldn't be an 800 no help number with somebody that doesn't really care about you or invested in you. It needs to be somebody that really wants to, to take your personal situation and make it better. So with that said, that Tony is really what we love to do. So whether you have a million dollars, you're coming to me at the million or you're coming to me, I have clients that have north of 10 million with me. I have clients that started out with a $200 start. It, it, so we're going to treat you right. And we're going to help you reach those goals for yourself. Yeah, I, I think that's great, Michael. And this has been a great discussion, but we're almost out of time. Let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Tony, how do we blow through an hour so fast? It's amazing. Here, it just here's, flies by. Here, here's the number. I guess I'm long-winded. Uh, here's the number. I want you to give me a call at 405 760 five, eight, six, three sincerely from my heart. I would love to talk to you. So give me a call. We will help you four, zero, five, seven, six, zero, five, eight, six, three. God bless. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the bull and bear show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire retirement solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.